side on the road to take on the Wildcats. I will simply state this one time and one time only. This is not an easy game for me to broadcast here tonight. I will keep it at that. But it's because of you listening, and it's because of the athletes out on the hardwood court floor. That is why I'm here. That is why I'm broadcasting that game. That is the respect that you deserve. You and I have been together for so many years chugging down the track, and it's because of you listening that keeps making it possible. And all of our sponsors, you've heard me talk about them throughout the year. You hear me talk about them all the time. You hear the commercials. And, again, I just ask, when you can get some things from these places, that's how we spend our money, going into the places that support the kids out on the hardwood fourth floor. And we work things, you know what, in that full circle here around the North Country. And with that, we dive into our Mort Bacchus and Sons pregame show. It is your OFA Blue Devils and the girls' class B section 10 semifinals taking on the Governor Wildcats. Let's start to just lay it down for you. It has been a long time since the Governor Wildcats have had a home playoff game. But I will tell you, I firmly believe that those girls' sports programs have emerged over the years. And I say that going back to watching my daughter play modified soccer. The Governor Girls Soccer Program has really gotten good over the years. And it's transcended out onto the basketball floor. And it is going to be an awfully tough task for your Bay Blue Devils to win on the road tonight. We'll break down the central. Malone finished in first at 13 and 1. The Camp Bears finished in second at 11 and 3. The Governor Wildcats in third at a solid 10 and 4. The Messina Red Raiders in fourth at 8 and 6. And they're your Blue Devils sitting at 7 7, even Stephen Baby in fifth place. They are the number three seed coming into these girls' class B playoffs. Potsdam is the number four seed, knocked off Salmon River in the playoff play-in game, excuse me, 64 to 37. So it's number one seeded against number four seeded Potsdam Sandstoners on the other side of the bracket. It's your number three seeded All Faith Blue Devils against the very well-deserved number two seeded Governor Wildcats. We expect a packed house here tonight. Like I said, it should be a dandy of an atmosphere. It's in an old school stand. There is only bleachers on one side. You and I sit in between the bleachers, and you know you're going to have the Blue Devil fans off the road into the house here at Cupnor Central, but you're going to have the Wildcats. I'm sure they're going to be loud tonight. As mentioned, it is going to be a tough task. We'll talk more about that, your Blue Devil players, when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. In the market for a pre-owned vehicle? We've got a great selection for you at Mort Backus & Sons. We invite you to stop by and check out our lineup of late model cars, SUVs, and trucks and see the value that purchasing a pre-owned vehicle at Mort Backus & Sons can offer. If you can't make it over to see us, check us out online at mortbacchus.com for a complete list of our pre-owned inventory. And of course, all of our vehicles are backed by our friendly, award-winning service. For your next pre-owned vehicle, come see Mort Backus & Sons where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. 
Excuse me, sir. Can I borrow a lighter? Are you for real? What grade are you in? Fifth grade. Sorry, I can't. Tobacco industries spend $1.1 million every day marketing their products in New York State alone, a lot of which goes into creating a new set of customers from the youth in our communities. Every day in New York State, over 22,000 youth become new smokers. Pledge your support. Name, email, zip code, submit. That easy. Visit TobaccoFreeNYS.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer.
tonight she's got to have those six or seven when she's playing. Maybe just eight or nine or ten. Those points will help. Celia Henry, the sophomore, going to have to be composed handling the ball. Going to have to make solid passes. And when she has the open look, they're going to have to go down. Not all the time, but she's going to have to make her stops as well. Junior Natalie McCormick, same thing. That's got to be fundamental out there. Stay composed. Move the ball up and down the floor when she does well and make some good, solid passes. She has the capability. Again, on an average, I would say she averages eight points a game or so. But she could knock down at least those eight, maybe give us 10 or 12 here tonight, and that would definitely help out. And then Shelby Ross, just patient, composure, play solid basketball just like the other girls, make good passes, handle the ball well, don't panic, and put up the shots when she gets them, she can make them, and they're just going to have to not worry about making the shot, but just believing that they can win. Believing that the shots are going to go down whether they do or not when they leave the rim. Those are some big keys to this basketball game for your OFA Blue Devils. And again, against a tough, tough Governor Wildcats team, sophomore Marina Wood, junior Emma Bell, she can knock down the three big time. Junior Elena Porter, she in fact fouled out in that game at Augsburg Free Academy, in which the Blue Devils won. 48 to 40, or excuse me, Governor won 48 to 42. She sat out pretty much the entire fourth quarter, I believe. Junior Abigail Riuta and then senior captain Jacqueline Stewart, she can knock down the shots as well. This is a good athletic Governor girls varsity basketball team. And your Blue Devils rise to the occasion here tonight. We're going to find out shortly. Things are going to get going when we come back on the North Country Sports Authority. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. Have you ever heard about the High School of Lottery? What about this college, the College of Scratch-Off Tickets? They don't have schools to teach how to win the lottery or on scratch-off tickets because it's not realistic. Odds to win top prize on a scratch-off is 1 in 1,400,000. To win the lottery, 1 in 175 million. But odds can be 100% for going to a real college or getting a good job if you want them to be. If you know someone that's having an issue, please visit Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to YouthDecideNY.org for more information and facts around teenage problem gambling. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Governor Wildcat. Simply stating 
can the Blue Devils get over the hump? Over the years, they lost again in the Section 10 championship. And, well, it was in 2014, I think, maybe 2010, in fact, that was their last Section 10 regular season division title, a span of, like, 22 years. So can the Blue Devils get over the hump? That is simply the question here tonight. And, again, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank and make sure you know about all our sponsors. And please, when you can, go into those places. And we do it the right way here around the North Country. Just in case you're joining me, Governor finished a solid third in the Central this year at 10-4. and four. They pick up the number two seed in the girls' Class B playoffs. Your OFA Blue Devils, they finished in fifth with seven and seven marks. They picked up the number three seed in the playoffs. So it's two versus three. On the other side of the fence, it was the Camp Bears finishing in second at 11 and three in the Central, but as the number one seed for the Class B playoffs, they'll be taking on number four seeded Hot Camp Sandstoners. That game going on. The winner, they meet the 22nd, 6 p.m. at SUNY Potsdam. That would be before the ultimate game, probably, I'm sure, once again, in the boys' Class B championship will go feature your OFA Blue Devil. Your exclusive home for Major League Baseball. Can't bear, man, have they had some great games over the years. Talking about great games, your OFA Blue Devils, they beat Salmon River in the semifinals. As mentioned, to get to that boys' Class B championship tonight, it's girls' Class B semifinal action. Tomorrow, a doubleheader from Hotsdam High School, as we'll be bringing you the Hewleton boys and the Lisbon Golden Knights in the quarterfinals, a boys' Class B action. And then on Sunday, we don't take the day off, you and I. We go two more games. That will be at the house of normally the Roos, but the house of the Hewleton Bulldogs and the Lisbon Golden Knights on Sunday in the girls' Class D quarterfinals. So you and I go in the distance, as you would say, six games in four days. And now it is your starting five being introduced on the floor for the Blue Devils. Shelby Ross, the junior, now comes onto the floor, shakes the official hand. Junior, Natalie McCormick, sophomore, Celia Henry, junior, Natalie Lynn Howe, and senior, 31 in the program, Nelsey Ravens. The Blue Devils on the road. Can they withstand the early crowd, the heart, and the excitement? And you can already hear the crowd picking up a little bit inside Governor Central School. I love it. This is what I love most about doing this. It's being in an old school gymnasium with a great crowd that's excited to see a good basketball game. There's only bleachers on one side in the house here tonight. You and I sit in between them. We are right on court side here to see who is eventually going to get to the girls' Class B championship game. With all finger points, and the Cam Bears will probably knock off the Potsdam dance owner, Marina Wood, Emma Bell, Elena Porter, Abigail Riuta, and Jacqueline Chorn. You're starting five for the Wildcats. We'll be back for the tip-off when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. 
It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburn.org bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. Medicare and other insurers can be confusing, especially at the beginning of a new year. You may have deductibles like Medicare Part B's $183, or you may have a change in co-pays. This is Rose DeMars, and at Kim Rose Medicine Place, we will do our best to help you understand your insurance coverage. Stop in or call with any questions or concerns you may have. Kim Rose Medicine Place, State Street in Ogdensburg, pharmacy at its best. I'm in love, and I'll fill up, uh-huh. You'll fall in love, too, with Buster's in Ogdensburg specials this month. Black Angus burger, eight ounces topped with lettuce, tomato, pickles, red onion, and sharp cheese, served with fries, and Buster's fries are awesome. The hot pork sandwich, slow-roasted pork loin in between bread and covered in homemade gravy, comes with masher fries. Wrap it up and treat yourself with Rose's Red Velvet Cheesecake. Tons of great drink specials to wash it all down with. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Canton, too good to have just one. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Raven about an eight-footer. 
but there's McCormick fighting hard for the rebound, and a jump ball falls, but that's an arrow in favor. So a very good start for the Blue Devils. Not the fact they're up 2 nothing, but they look good around the glass, and they're working hard in the paint so far. We're early in. And now Governor starting to work their offense, getting the ball working around into the hands of Storm. She goes left elbow, takes the jumper, no good. Follows it, gets the rebound, doesn't fall, but she will draw the foul and will go to the line for two shots. And now you're going to hear in a good way the crowd getting into it that the student body of the Governor Wildcats coming out supporting the girls, saying, you can't do that, chance. And now the first one is up and good. So the captain's got her first points in the book tonight, and that's just the thing that could get that young lady going. She gets ready to attempt her second. 2-1 is the score, and this one is off. And rebounded by the Blue Devils, and then a whistle, but it's going to be Blue Devil ball. So the inbound under their defensive basket off the baseline over the right. Ross gets it to McCormick up the right side of the floor, guarded by Soren. Brings it all the way to the right wing side, kicks it at the top of the arc. Into the hands here of Ross. Ross dribbles to her right, makes the pass over, tipped away, but back into the hands of Ross. So a couple possessions now lately. Things just not going the way you want them to. But Maddie Lynn Howe finds Raven on the right side. Great look. Ball just doesn't fall. And Governor's got it. Work it off the left baseline in the paint. Kick it right side. Dribble inside the arc. Take the jumper. No good. Shot taken by Abigail Riuta and a rebound by the Blue Devils quickly up the floor. Ross outside the arc, right side, 22 on the shot clock. So far, kind of, even though it's 2-1, to one, a very exciting first three minutes of play. And now Celia Henry gets it to Maddie Lynn, puts it down, goes to the basket to the left, and draws the foul. And it was a shot that wasn't going to fall, but she'll get lucky in the sense the foul was called, and we'll go to the line for two shots here. 5-10 to go in the quarter. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer, we're going to play-by-play a girls' high school basketball class B semifinal action from Governor Central School. And your old Bay Blue Devils that have opened a 3-1 lead here. This game, I think, if the Blue Devils can keep it close, through three quarters to go right to the end tonight. Second one is up and in. Maddie Lynn's got two, four one. And now Soren brings it across center. Pass it in the paint. And we're gonna have a recent foul on Maddie Lynn Howe. They're trying to find Porter out front of the basket. That'll be the second team foul. First on Maddie Lynn Howe and Wildcats in the right end offensively inbound underneath the basket. Over to the right. Nice play. They feed it to Emma Bell. She had a good look. Quick finish from the right side. And the Blue Devils come down with the rebound. Now, if, and I will say this because you got to say it, Governor continues to be pulled. Blue Devils are going to have to take advantage and score points. They can't have wasted trips up the floor offensively. While you keep the Wildcats pulled, you've got to make your basket. Blue Devils, top of the arc, performing distance left to Henry. Good defense by the Wildcats, aggressive, in the face, hands up. That's what you like to see. But good offense. Maddie Lynn Howe has made some great passes to Chelsea Raymond in this first quarter. Six to one, your score. And now a travel. 
under Governor Wildcat. And it's tough to see Maddie Lynn Howe come out of the game right now, but she will. Her sister, Riley Howe, will come in now. Hate to say it because she's pretty darn close, so I got to try to be quiet until she gets away. But a huge factor off the bench for the Blue Devils. She can play great minutes. And, well, she's going to have to knock down some points and get the rebounds we expect. Now she goes to the basket hard, loses the ball off the Wildcat. I like that, coming off the bench, seeing that energy. She wanted to go to the basket. You have got to want to go to the basket when it comes to big playoff games. And now underneath the offensive basket, Celia Henry over to the right off the baseline, inbound to Riley. She goes to the basket, right side, puts it up and in. Production right off the bench, 8-1. to Seven-point lead, but I'll be honest, it's going to evaporate at some point. Governor, three. Elena Porter from downtown, outside the yard's left side, and just like that, the Wildcats went back to the four. 3.43 to go in the corner. Blue Devils, right to left off the floor, settling in the offensive end. Keely outside the arc, gets the top of the arc to Ross, puts the dribble down, comes inside the arc, and we'll get it back to Celia. Dribbles all the way over to the right side, go inside with the pass, but up and over the head from Natalie McCormick on the right baseline. Oh, makes me grimace a little bit, even though they have a four-point lead. That is three or four now offensive possessions. They just not have been secure with the ball. We talked about what a huge key that this was going to be in this game. Governor just seems to start warming up a little bit here now. They work it over to the left side to Wood. Wood now gives it to Porter. Porter at the foul line. Has the ball stolen by Ross. One-on-one against Porter. Going to be tough. And she's blocked by Elena Porter. And that will bring the crowd to their feet here at Governor Central School. It goes out. Blue Devils inbound, underneath the offensive basket, over to the right. Celia Henry will do the inbounding. They get it to the right side of the basket to Madder Riley. She kicks it out to Ross. Ross goes to the basket, a pass in the paint that goes off the hand of the Wildcats, and then a tie-up between Emma Bell and Ross. Possession arrow in favor of the Blue Devils this time around, so this time they'll inbound underneath the basket to the left. They get it to Raven. This is back to Henry. Top the arc to Ross. The three. Short. Rebound. Tipped in the air. In the paint. McCormick and Porter fighting for it. The jump ball called. Possession arrow in favor of the Governor Wildcats. And I'll be honest with you, I think they got reason up there in the stands to be griping a little bit. I think Porter got the ball out of the hands before a whistle should have been thrown. And now Wildcats bring it up the floor. Porter has it, top of the arc, guarded by Ross. Kicks it over to the right to Bell. Bell guarded by McCormick, goes to the basket. Kicks it to the right baseline. Shot blocked by Riley Howe. Jump ball called. Possession arrow in favor of the Blue Devils. Riley scoring, sophomore for head coach Frank Bush off the bench here. She was the one that got it off the right baseline, blocked by Riley Howe. Now McCormick. Brings it up the right side of the floor, cross half court, double team to get through the ball quickly to Ross. In the paint, puts up a shot, not a great shot. And it goes out across the baseline. Last touch by the Blue Devils will be Governor Ball. Again, where we were when it was like four to one, the Blue Devils needed to score some baskets while Governor won. They did. Now we're at that same point again at eight four with two ten to go in the quarter. And now a foul away from the ball. 
and that is going to be against Shacklin Storn, I believe. That's not the number they have up there. Apparently, it is against Sakoria Jackson. That'll be her first. She's a team second, each team with two team fouls. And now, Celia Henry double team. Up north, steals the ball. Porter, six foot jumper, doesn't fall. Working for the rebound of the Wildcats. And great effort by Abigail Riuta. But she just, unfortunately, for the Governor Wildcats, steps on the baseline. Will be Blue Devil ball with about 50 to the goal in the corner. 8-4 lead for OFA. Obviously a very low scoring for both teams, especially for the Wildcats. Blue Devils get it across half court. Their offensive possessions, again, going back to that theater powder here. Cross in the paint. This is right. Raven spins around, up and in. Great job by Raven. Six tough points here. Great passes to her. She's finished 10 to 4, about 25 to go in the quarter. Six point lead for her. This is right to Jackson. They get it over to the left elbow. Jumper taken, no good. Riley Howell digging for the rebound, dipped it over to Celia Henry. They dish it out left. Shelby Ross tracking it down before it goes out across the sideline. Quickly across half court in the right corner. The Raven back top of the arc. They work the ball to the Blue Devils. 14 on the shot clock. In off the left corner, Riley Howell thought about charging, doesn't. This is a good to back, and then travel. I believe that's probably a good five empty possessions here tonight for the Blue Devils. They should have just taken care of the ball better or done things differently. If that were the case, I'm not saying that five extra baskets, but that two or four points. And those are big right now. But with that being said, they are, I think, playing some of their best defense they played. And they're also being really scrappy in the paint on both ends of the floor, giving themselves second chances. That's the reason right now they have the 10-4 very deserved lead here in this first quarter. That's gone in a blink of an eye, brought to you by Seaway Valley Friends and Council's reality check and use the side. Wildcats nail down the three. Down near the left corner, Marina Wood, and it's 10-7. Wildcats scratching their way back in it. And now, ball tipped away from the Blue Devils in front of the Governor bench across half court. And with 26.2 on the game clock, 23 on the shot clock, Blue Devils were inbound. Off the baseline, way over to the left, and get it eventually top of the arc to Catherine Rogers. Now Rogers, the junior, dribbling over to the right, open three, takes it, no good. Rebound all the way back out to the left elbow, got by Natalie McCormick. Gets it back three from the left side. Good! Two foot was on the line. Good ball by the officials. 12-7, quarter three, top of the arc, no good. Wow. In the wild frontier, can you believe that eight minutes of basketball just went by? 12 to 7. We have got to take a little bit of a swish from the water bottle, visit some of our great sponsors, and be right back next year for this second quarter. I think with the Blue Devils start, they got a heck of a second quarter they got to play. But if they can keep in it in that third quarter, this is a game that could come down to the wire tonight. This is not Governor's best. It has yet to come here on the North Country Sports Authority. 
It's that time of year. The pipes freeze, might burst, get clogged easier. Perhaps the furnace stops running. Brrr. If any of this happens to you, and it stinks when it does, JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. They'll get your furnace back up and running, the pipes all taken care of. You'll need that work done, but not have your pockets cleaned out. From big to small, JMS Mechanical City Rooter will do it all and not clean out those pockets. Google them or call 315-393-5380. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. down the trifecta through the cylinder and just like that the deficit of the governor wildcats that you're trying to get back from is now cut to two is your all fate blue devils on the howland pump supply scoreboard with a two point twelve ten lead currently they call a timeout to the blue devils they sense things shifting a little bit and they want to keep things i'm sure going in the right direction the second quarter being brought to you by the ruin pitcher funeral home your new funeral home choice in Augensburg and Community Health Center in the North Country. Quality, affordable health care for everybody in St. Lawrence County. Blue Devils in their road blues, white numbers on the front and back. Governor Wildcats in their home grays with some blue and yellow up the sides of their shorts and jerseys, but yellow numbers on the front and back. And now into the game, Rook Costigan got a good look. Seven-foot jumper, no good. Porter going to take it to the distance, get a good look. Left side, doesn't finish. Ravens. Knocked the ball over to the right, and then McCormick coming up the right side has it knocked out by the Wildcats. Real quick, just in case you're joining me to catch you up to speed, Blue Devils, great job defensively in that first quarter. In the paint on both ends of the floor with their tenacity creating second-chance opportunities. But there's been some empty possessions by them. There's been some weak passes. They're starting to go that route again as they turn it over at half court. They can ill afford that. 6.57 to go in the second quarter. Quarter inside the right side of the arc. Jumper, no good. Rebound, Wildcats, left side, put up, no good. Rebound, bounces out to Lindsey Beach. So the Blue Devils going to the bench a lot here, and they're struggling. Now across half court, Lindsey Beach almost loses it, but it is off the Governor Wildcats. And I think a break right there for the Old Bay Blue Devils. Across half court, remember, Blue Devils going right to left, trying to score in the left end. And they get it in, does Casper and Rogers. Rogers at the top of the arc, guarded by Storm here. Beach, they work it over to her, right side. Work it down the right corner, Ross, three, short. And a push by the Wildcats, Marina Wood. And that might be... Three foul shots. 
Okay, one not shooting. They're not going to give her the foul shot. So a break for the Governor of Wildcats. First team foul on the Wildcats in the second quarter. First charge to Emma Bell. Blue Devils on the inbound. Ross, foul line, jumper, no good. Rebound by Riley Thorne, coast to coast. Puts up the shot, doesn't fall, but draws the contact from Lindsay Beach. And she will go to the line, the sophomore, for two shots here. That'll be the first on Beach, the first on the Blue Devils. And now a foul shot is short off the front of the rim. So both teams kind of a little bit cold here in this first half from time to time. And now... Getting ready for the second is the young lady. It is up and no good. Rebounded by Maddie Lynn Howe. She came out. And now a ball comes out right at the old North Country Sports Authority table. They had to put the right boot on it. They went off one of the fans and it will be Wildcat ball. And they'll inbound over half court off the right sideline into the hands of Porter with the right hand dribble over the right side. This is back left. Into the hands of Soren. Riley Soren. They work it right side. And a stop put up. A good look by Jacqueline Soren. It just didn't fall, but she draws the foul and goes the line for two. And right now for the Blue Devils, as they've kind of got cold here a little bit, Governor not putting their shots down either, and it's keeping it very close. The first one is up and no good. This is something sometimes that means a lot at the end of the game if it's a close game. You've got to get your shots down from the foul line. I'm sure the Wildcats will work on that as this game goes on. Now, Natalie McCormick comes in here for Catherine Rogers. So it's the starting five on the floor that started here tonight. Jacqueline scoring good. She's got two, and she hasn't warmed up yet. 12 to 11, 5.59 to go here in this second quarter. Celia Henry. Shelby Ross, Natalie McCormick, Chelsea Raven, Maddie Lynn Howe. And now foul by Riley Storm as Blue Devils were bringing it up. They hadn't got to half court yet. Got to be the second team foul. So each team with two team fouls, the first on Riley Storm. And Blue Devils inbound in the hands of McCormick back to Henry. Now Henry, not across half court, in trouble. Way over to the left to Ross. Ross going to the basket. This is it to Maddie Lynn Howe. And she is fouled on the right side going up for the shot. Blocked. And now Maddie Lynn Howe will go to the line for an all-important two-foul shot. When a team has just been to the line four times and it's one for four, you have got to make yours on the other end. It is up and good. Three shots or excuse me, three foul shots and points for Maddie Lynn Howe, looking to make it number four. The bounces off the floor. Now the rotation looks good, is good. She's got four points. Those are big two points because the Governor Wildcats are right back in this basketball game, and Blue Devils got to feel some of that momentum back a little bit. Now Wildcats, left to right up the floor, in the right end offensively, working out to Riley Sword, left elbow. Has it knocked away by Shelby Ross and dribbles up the right side of the floor. Protects the ball. If you're the Blue Devils, they get it McCormick back to Ross. Travel. Oh, 
and that will give the ball back to the Wildcats. 5-14 to go in this second quarter. 14-11, three-point game. A very low scoring, obviously, first one. 11 minutes to play here. And now they work it over to Jackson. Jackson pass over the left. Tip by Raymond off the hands of Bell and into the Blue Devil bench will be Blue Devil basketball. You've got to be scratching your head on both sides of the fence here a little bit of who wants this game more, who's going to protect the ball a little bit better here. Blue Devils inbound, Ross across that force, and now loses it out across the Governor Bench sideline, but saying they squeezed her out of play. So it'll be Blue Devil ball, they inbound, and then on the floor, Blue Devils, Governor Wildcats have their hands tied up, but that's in our own favor of Governor with three team fouls now in this contest overall. Second quarter, and Blue Devils with two. Remember, girls' high school basketball now, if you reach five, the other team gets to one and one. McCormick, three from the right side, no good. Not touched by anybody as it goes out of bounds. Unfortunately, did not hit the rim. It'll be Governor Paul. So, again, those empty possessions we don't like, right? You and I, as all say Blue Devil Blue. We believe here tonight they're happening a little bit again. But again, the defense has been fundamentally sound. Now, Manny Lynn Howe knocks the ball away into the hands of McCormick off the right side of the floor. Now, McCormick down in the right corner, in trouble, guarded by two, and then tries to get it to her left to Raven and tipped out by the Wildcats in front of their bench. We are on that teeter-totter right now. Both teams playing good defense and knocking the balls away. Now Raven, right elbow, comes into the paint, puts up the jumper, doesn't fall, but draws the foul and will go to the line for two. She had six first-quarter points, been held scoreless through this first three minutes and 38 seconds of the second quarter, and now looking to put some digits up here in the quarter. 14 to 11. First one is up and good. And the war is going to start. It's been open. The can of worms on both sides of the fence. He's got the Wildcats. The Devil Faithful going to be going at it tonight. Second one is short off the front of the rim. 15-11. Quarter left to right quickly up the floor. Attacks the basket. Left side no good. Rebound underneath by Maddie Lindhau. She has played a great game right now for the OFA Blue Devils. Blue Devils bring it up the floor right to left. Ross right side three. Good. Finally... She got a little something, something going. 18 to 11. Seven point lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. And that is not a, oh, we're going to start to blow things out, seven nothing lead. Like I said, I firmly believe that's going to evaporate. Timeout on the floor. We're going to take one, two here on the North Country Sports Authority. You used to never think about throwing your old bills into the trash or some documents that you might have a little personal information on. Well, now it's like shredded. The UPS store in Ogdensburg can shred it all for you. That paranoia dealt with done. Then there's the time that comes that something important needs to be signed, like maybe a passport document. The UPS store in Ogdensburg has a notary. Your document signed, done. Not just packing and shipping, but solutions to what you need. The UPS store in Ogdensburg, located in the Price Chopper Plaza. Now's a great time to check out the Chevrolet Colorado at Mort Backus & Sons. The Colorado continues to shine in the compact truck segment with three different engine choices, rugged off-road capability, and the ability to tow up to 7,000 pounds when properly equipped. 
We've got a great selection of 2018 Colorados to choose from, and we invite you to stop by and see us on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Find new roads with the Chevrolet Colorado at Mort Bacchus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Up and good. 
That is just not the first point for Ayuda. That is a big point from the foul line for the Governor Wildcats. What your teammate does on the line transcends to how you feel overall about how things are going. Second one is up and no good. Rebound, though, by the Wildcats. They're creating second-chance opportunities. And now they nail a three. Emma Bell with a big-time three to stretch the Wildcats within one, where the Blue Devils were having second-chance opportunities in that first quarter, and it was doing them well. Now the Governor Wildcats are creating second-chance opportunities for themselves, and none bigger than that when they kicked it out to Bell. She nails the trifecta. Timeout on the floor. 2019, buck 48 to go. We'll be back next on the North Country Sports Authority. Hey, buddy, let's take a little walk. When I say go outside, we go outside. When I say fork it over, you fork it over. Hey, when I say pause the movie, We pause the movie. Cigarettes and cigarette companies are bullies. Don't let tobacco control you. You can choose to do something about it. Contact Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check, led by 13 to 18-year-olds across our communities. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Governor Ball. This could be the first time that the Wildcats take the lead in this game if they score here, to be quite honest with you. And now they work it over the right to Riley Storen at the right elbow. This is left, partially blocked, and then tipped out of the hand. And Riley fouls Nanny McCormick coming back defensively, and that will automatically send the Blue Devils to the line now if that's the fifth team foul on the Wildcats. That was a rule change made, I think, last year, going into last year, maybe the year before, where the fouls are added up by the quarter. When each team gets five, the other team will go to the line for the one-and-one. One. First foul shot is up, and no good by McCormick. Big points for either team in the last stretch of this first half here at Governor Central. Second one is up, and no good. And... Ball goes out. No, we got a foul on the OFA Blue Devils. And that will be charged against Riley Howe, her second. And it's the team's fifth. And just like that, down to the other end of the floor goes Emma Bell and the Governor Wildcats. It is up and no good. I've been trying to keep track, and it's two for eight, the last eight shots here. 2019 with a buck 22 to go. The second one is up and good. And now the Blue Devils in a 2020 game. Governor steals it. Porter fouled by Brooke Costigan. And will go to the line here for 
the one and one, I believe. No, two shots, says the official. The Blue Devils, like I said, all of a sudden the lead evaporated. And now Elena Porter puts it up and in. The Blue Devils certainly didn't play a second quarter like they played in the first year, and it's coming back to con them. Second one is up and good. And now the Blue Devils feeling a little pressure here. Down by two, get it across that court. Adeline McCormick into the paint, right side, passes to her left. Ball stolen by the Governor Wildcats. Blue Devils have half to get a solid possession here to end this first half. You the Wildcats score in this one. Porter wants it in the paint. Blocked by Maddie Lynn Howe. 51 on the game clock here. Blue Devils bring it up the floor. Cross half court. Get it to Celia Henry. She barks out the instructions here. Has it at the top of the arc. 17 on the shot clock. Passes right, passing and further in the right corner, McCormick. They work it back. Force between the two, Celia Henry and McCormick. Now they lose the ball in the paint on the floor as the Blue Devils toss against Porter. Possession arrow in favor of the Governor Wildcats. Remember, it was 18 to 11. So that is an 11 to 2 run by the Governor Wildcats so far here in about the last half of the second quarter. That is the way you close the gap in a hurry and take the lead. An important possession for both teams in this basketball game here. Shot clock, for the most part, is off, even though it says 30. Shot, left wing side, no good. Ball on the floor, jump ball called. Maddie Lynn Howe getting in there, tying it up with Jacqueline scoring. And possession arrow in favor of the Blue Devils. And with 13.9, they have a chance to tie it, maybe take the lead going into half here. They get it into Rogers. Rogers back to Celia. Ten seconds. Celia feeling the pressure. Up ahead to Ross. Left side across half court. Four seconds. Ball stripped away and out of bounds along the left sideline. You know, excuse me, down in the left corner, out across the baseline. So with 2.8 seconds left, Goodell's will inbound. Left wing side, got to put up a shot. They don't in time. And it will finish with the Governor Wildcats down by seven at one point with a Frank Bush timeout. Corrals them together. They come out with an 11-2 run to end the second quarter and have a 22-20 lead on the North Country Sports Authority. We have a lot to talk about when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. 
Have you ever heard about the high school of lottery? What about this college, the College of Scratch-Off Tickets? They don't have schools to teach how to win the lottery or on scratch-off tickets because it's not realistic. Odds to win top prize on a scratch-off is 1 in 1,400,000. To win the lottery, 1 in 175 million. But odds can be 100% for going to a real college or getting a good job if you want them to be. If you know someone that's having an issue, please visit Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to youthdecideny.org for more information and facts around teenage problem gambling. Before I was J-Lo, I found my second home here at the Boys and Girls Club. Daniel coaches baseball at the club. But he's also coaching kids and teens to reach their full potential. Phyllis teaches kids how to make healthy snacks, but she's also teaching them a recipe for success. At the club, kids and teens learn new skills in our STEM labs. Let's design a code that will teach me a dance move. But really, they're learning to engineer their future. Our trained youth development professionals use club activities to mentor, to make a connection, and to teach them they can. At the Boys and Girls Club, it's not just about being on stage. It's about helping kids walk across it. Announcing our graduating class. Larry Maldonado taught me how to dance at the Boys and Girls Club, but that's not why I made it. I made it because he taught me I can. I'm Jennifer Lopez, national spokesperson for Boys and Girls Clubs. Great futures start here. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. play-by-play of girls high school basketball tonight. Class B semifinal action from Governor Central High School. Awesome for the Governor Wildcats. Big home playoff game. I like being in an older kind of hardwood court barn, right? I mean, you only have the bleachers on one side. You and I sit in the middle between the bleachers. And while coming into this game, your OFA Blue Devils finishing in fifth at 7-7 seven and seven during the regular season Central Division. It was the Governor Wildcats. They finished in third at 10-4. and four. They beat the OFA Blue Devils twice this season uh, pretty handedly at one point in time earlier in the year, and then it was a closer game. Uh, I think that was January 18th at Ogdensburg Free Academy, a 48-42 to 42 game. But in that game, Elena Porter, one of their better players, was sitting on the bench for some of the third and most, if not all, the fourth quarter in foul trouble. So Wildcats still won. So no doubt, Governor coming into this game, certainly I believe, being fair, has the advantage and said, Blue Devils are going to have to forget about the crowd, they're going to have to take the punches, and they're going to have to come out and play a good game of basketball. Well, I'll tell you what, defense got them through here tonight in that first quarter play and hard work in the paint on both ends of the floor. Governor wasn't scoring a lot in the first quarter. At times, the Blue Devils weren't scoring tons. But they created second-chance opportunities. They had like a 4-1 lead, a 7-4 lead, and they kept a 5-point lead at the end of the first quarter, 12-7 over the Governor Wildcats. Now, even though they played great defensively, were awesome in the paint on both ends of the floor, giving themselves second chances within that first quarter, 
five to seven empty possessions. And what I mean by empty possessions is where, no, you're not going to guarantee yourself points, but you give yourself a chance to get points by not turning the ball over, not giving up some weak passes. Uh, and, and that's kind of what the Blue Devils did a little bit still, even though they were controlling the game and had the 12-7 lead on the Governor Wildcats, who honestly would tell you their fans, and I'm sure head coach Frank Bush, did have the best first quarter that they're accustomed to. I mean, that is a very slow start for them. We get into the second quarter, and it's like things kind of reversed a little bit, but it took some time. Blue Devils, they got a basket. So did the Governor Wildcats. At one point, it was 18 to 11, maybe a little over four minutes to go in that first half, second quarter. And this is our Jim Rose Medicine Shop Pharmacy at its best play of the first half so far. And it's the timeout called by Frank Bush. It was in an 18-11 game, a seven-point lead for your OFA Blue Devils. That timeout happened. Governor comes out of that timeout, finishes the second quarter on an 11-2 run. They outscore the Blue Devils in that second quarter, 15-8-5-7 for the 22-20 lead. It was Governor in that second quarter that were creating themselves the second-chance opportunity. But the one thing I will tell you, if the Blue Devils play an awesome third quarter, this game gets in deep, and the Blue Devils win, it's going to be foul shots that we look back at that haunt the Governor Wildcats in that second quarter. At one point, three for nine from the foul line during that second quarter. And, well, we'll talk about the points for each team and the players when we come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. This is Rose DeMars at Kim Rose Medicine Place. We know how much you love your pets. We are all pet owners and consider our pets family. When your pet is ill, your veterinarian may prescribe medication only available at a pharmacy. Over the years, we have filled prescriptions from animals from emus to pythons. We take the same professional care when filling your fur baby's medications as we do for human children. For all your family's prescriptions and over-the-counter medications, stop at Kim Rose Medicine Place on State Street in Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Trying to watch down a kick at here, but we come back into our Mr. Winter Kitchen Center broadcast booth. It is your OFA Blue Devils and the girls' class B semis trailing to the Governor Wildcats by two, 22 to 20. Opposite stories. Blue Devils, great first quarter. Governor, not so. Blue Devils had a 12-7 lead. 
Governor, great second quarter. Blue Devils, not so. 15-8. Governor outscores them in the second quarter. 22-20 is where we're at. Creole Bay Blue Devils, they are being led by Chelsea Raven. In fact, leads all scores with nine points. Maddie Lynn has four. Shelby Ross, three. Natalie McCormick, two. Riley Howe, two. Governor Wildcats, they are led right now by the six points and the two trifectas of Emma Bell. Marina Wood has five. Elena Porter with four. Abigail Riuda with one. And Jacqueline Storm with four. That rounds out your scoring. We're about to get ready for the second half. We come back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. I'm in love, and all filled up, uh-huh. You'll fall in love, too, with Buster's in Ogdensburg specials this month. Black Angus Burger, 8 ounces topped with lettuce, tomato, pickles, red onion, and sharp cheese, served with fries, and Buster's fries are awesome. The hot pork sandwich, slow-roasted pork loin in between bread and covered in homemade gravy, comes with mash or fries. Wrap it up and treat yourself with Rose's Red Velvet Cheesecake. Tons of great drink specials to wash it all down with. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Canton, too good to have just one. It's that time of year. The pipes freeze, might burst, get clogged easier. Perhaps the furnace stops running. If any of this happens to you, and it stinks when it does, JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. They'll get your furnace back up and running, the pipes all taken care of. You'll need that work done, but not have your pockets cleaned out. From big to small, JMS Mechanical City Rooter will do it all and not clean out those pockets. Google them or call 315-393-5380. This has never happened before, but it's absolutely deserved by both players. The boats are in. Mort Bacchus and Sons, Pepsi, Augensburg, Ballers, Athletes of the Week are Alex Steele and Madison McCormick from the Hewleton Girls basketball team. Last week versus Herman DeKalb, Steele becomes only the second player in Hubie Girls b-ball history to score over 1,000 points. Goes on to score 22 points in the game, 12 boards, 5 steals. Madison scored 19 points, 10 steals, 6 assists. A couple nights later, Madison becomes the third player in Hubie Girls b-ball history to reach and cruise past 1,000 points, scoring 32, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Steele scores 19 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. One last game for the week. Hewleton downs OFA 54-47. Madison 17 points, 8 rebounds, 7 steals, 3 assists. Alex Steele 14 points, 8 rebounds, 2 steals, 3 wins. Both reaching the 1,000-point plateau in tremendous performances in each game. And no doubt, both deserving of this week's more Bacchus and Sons, Pepsi, Augensburg, Ballers, Athlete of the Week. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. I welcome you back. Blue Devils going left to right in this second half. Trying to score in the right end here. Have the ball. It is where we were at at the half. 22-20, Governor. 7.06 to go in this third quarter. Now Ross, an eight-foot jumper from the left side. Good. She's got five points. And it's a 22-22 basketball game. Our third quarter being brought to you by Seaway Valley Freshman Council's reality check. And you decide... And a double dribble by the Governor Wildcats. And this is now the time. we got to have good offensive possessions here through the Blue Devils, but just keeping the Wildcats off the board. Ross and McCormick bring it up the floor, eventually get it across to Raven. Remember, Raven sat out the last three minutes 
of that second quarter. She's got nine points to lead all scores. Now Ross gets it at the foul line, and Maddie Lynn kicks it to Celia. Celia, left wing side, dribbles in now in trouble. Has the ball taken away by Jacqueline score, and then a blocking foul on that in the corner. That'll be the team's first in this third quarter. That'll be Natalie's first, and Governor going right to left up the floor. Inbounds off the right sideline in front of the scorer's table. Get it across half court, work it right wing side, face three. Kick it into the right corner, stolen by Celia Henry. Now they get it up to Ross, one-on-one, goes to the basket, puts it up, no good. Tips by Chelsea Raven, out underneath the basket and out across the baseline. Governor Wildcats have started, I believe, this third quarter with three turnovers. And now Jacqueline Storn works it over the right side. They take the shot, does Porter no good. Rebound by Raven. Raven gets it to Ross. Ross up the right side of the floor, double feet. Ball stolen away. Foul on Ross. And that is a foul again on Shelby Ross. Jacqueline Storn did a great job. Got the ball away, and then Ross pushed her away, trying to get the ball back. Good call there. Second team foul on the Old State Blue Devils. First on Ross. Governor now takes over. Governor brings it up the floor, right to left, across half court. Work it to Bell. Bell off the left baseline, puts up the jumper, no good. Rebound in the hand of Celia Henry and Bell. Jump ball, possession arrow in favor of the OFA Blue Devils. 5.29 to go. Third quarter, 22-22. Last weekend, we dipped our toes in the playoff action with Boys High School Wrestling from Kent. And they get it up to Ross. She finishes up off the left last and in. She's got the only four points for the Blue Devils in this third quarter. The only point, a matter of fact, in this third quarter, 24-22. And now a foul again called on the Blue Devils. They are quickly picking up the team fouls in this third quarter. Although they're not in foul trouble, Celia Henry's first. I mean, Governor's is two more fouls from going to the line for the rest of the quarter. And now NFL blocks, gets the ball, though, underneath the basket, rolls out and off the Blue Devils. Good hard-nosed basketball on both sides of the fence. Five minutes, nine seconds to go here in this third quarter. Governor in the offensive end. Get it to Bell, left side of the basket, blocked by Maddie Lindau, into the hands of Celia Henry, and then I believe Emma Bell, a little frustrated, maybe reaching in there, and she picks up her second. That'll be the team's first. And the Blue Devils got to cash in. They get it up to Ross against Jacqueline. Puts it up. No good. Rebound in the air. And Emma Bell down with it. Swats it out of her hands. Coming down on top of her was Shelby Ross. And that will be on Ross. That'll be her second in the team fourth. This is not good if you're the OFA Blue Devils having 14 fouls this quickly in the third quarter. The next foul, since Governor has mentioned the line for the one and one. Now Elena Porter passes over to Jacqueline and gets it. Does quarterback off the arc. Over to Bell. Left wing side three. Short. And down, eventually the ball comes to the foul line, gotten by the Blue Devils now in the corner, across the floor, left side, across half court. 
kick at Raven. Thought about the three. Down near the right corner. Kicks it back out to Henry. Henry opens. Takes the three. Oh, no good. Rebound Jacqueline. And then blocking foul by Shelby Ross. She goes hard to the floor. And she now picks up her third foul. The team's fifth. And the Governor Wildcats are now going to the line for the rest of the way here. And, well, what was their poison in the second quarter could be their sweet victory here in this second half. The first one is up and in by Jacqueline scoring. OFA, second one. Looks good. Falls just short. Rebound. High up by Maddie Lynn Howe and Emma Bell. Excuse me. Raven and Emma Bell. And I'll see. You want to talk about tenacity. Emma Bell is showing some tenacity in these last couple minutes. The way she's going to the basket, working hard for rebounds. And she saves the possession for the Wildcats. Gets it at the top of the arc. Foul line. Kicks it over right. Into the right corner. One, three. No good. Rebound on the floor. And foul called on Emma Bell, maybe. That could be her third. And that is not good for the Governor Wildcats. She has been a pivotal player. She currently leads them in scoring with her two threes. And her hard work these last three minutes. I'm the North Country's home for the National Football League, ESPN Radio. And now Blue Devils turn it over. No tip by the Wildcats. But they were inbounding off the defensive end. And now they'll come off the baseline again. Raven, two-on-one, passes left. Maddie Lynn puts it up. Rock by Shakuria Jackson. Will be Blue Devil basketball. Underneath the baseline, inbound, over to the right, Celia Henry, little inbound, gets it to Raven, right side of the basket, blocked by Sakonia Jackson, and now a tie-up in the paint between Maddie Lynn Howe and Elena Porter, so two big blocks by Sakonia Jackson, the sophomore, but the Blue Devils still have the ball inbound underneath the basket to the right, now to Raven, left elbow, gets it to Maddie Lynn, Good look, left open, right side. Raven founder didn't fall through the cylinder. Governor quickly up the floor, right to left. One, three, left side, no good. Rebound by the Governor Wildcats. Put up shot, no good. Maddie Lynn, the rebound, working hard for the Blue Devils. And now OFA turns it over. Lindsey Beast had a pass to Raven who were left in the paint. And the Wildcats got it. Eventually it goes out in the left corner in the offensive end of the Blue Devils, but off OFA, and with 3.34 to go, seeing Dean up in the Governor Kitchen here. Maddie Lynn, how excellent job for the Blue Devils. And now she's coming out. Riley Howe will replace her. So Raven Beach, Howe, Celia Henry, and Natalie McCormick. For the Governor Wildcats, a 10-second violation. They didn't get it across half court. But right now it's Abigail Ryuta, excuse me, Elena Porter, Jacqueline Storin, Riley Storin, and I'm missing the third one here. Oh, how can I forget about the block from Shakoria Jackson also out on the floor right now? 24-23. It was 22-20. Think about that. 
Jiminy Cricket and Wild Frontier. There hasn't been a lot of points scored. And now Blue Devils turn it over again here. Three fifteen to go. Wildcat. Work it over. Into the hands of Ryuta. Back over to Porter over to the right side to Riley Storm. Storm guarded by McCormick. Picks up the dribble over in the left corner. Open look. Three. Good. Abigail Ryuta puts a big three down through the cylinder. Her first basket, I believe, in this game, and it comes at a big time. She nails it down from the left corner, got an open look. It bounced off the rim, but it had enough of the right rotation to then bounce back through the cylinder. Timeout on the floor. Wildcat 26. Blue Devils 24 on the North Country Sports Authority. It's a, no, uh, it, it's a... Doesn't matter what it is. Big, flat, round, fragile, in a pile, no box, no tape. UPS Store in Augensburg is your solution. Certified packaging experts that know exactly how to pack it up no matter what it is. Got the bubble wrap, the tape, and the boxes. The UPS Store also offers the pack and ship guarantee. If they pack it and ship it, they guarantee it. And a ton of shipping options to meet every deadline and budget. The UPS store in Augensburg, located right in the Price Chopper Plaza. Hungry? Want it to be good, but want it quick? Check. Individual meals or family meals? Check. Can eat there or pick it up to bring home? Check. Clean place to eat in and bathrooms are very clean? Check. Fried chicken? Check. Fish? Check. Awesome sides like coleslaw, fries, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes and gravy, and more? Check. Dixie Lee State Street in Ogdensburg, right across from the post office, completes the checklist for good, quick, clean, eat in, or take out. Dixie Lee, great tasting chicken if you ask me. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. on the road at Governor Central School as the number three seed, taking on the number two seed at Wildcats. Governor has previously beaten OFA twice this year. It was OFA that played an awesome first quarter defensively, 12-7. to They took the lead into the second quarter in the Wildcats. It was a reversal, though, in the second quarter. The Wildcats started to put the hammer down on the Blue Devils and outscored them 15-8 for a 22-20 to halftime lead. There has not been a lot of scoring in the opening six minutes of this third quarter. It is Governor 26, OFA 24. Your Blue Devils in the road blues. White numbers on the front back. And Riley Howe going to the basket. Puts it up and in. Counts the basket. A big one. And draws the foul. Knocks it up 26-26. And will go to the line to try to convert the three-point play. It's funny when a call is made or not made, both sides of the bench go on the list. Somebody's right and somebody's wrong, but they don't feel they are. Foul shot missed. We'll stay at 26 apiece. Wildcats come up the floor uncontested. Blue Devils in the two. Looks like three zone, maybe a 2 1 2 as Maddie Lynn comes out a little higher. And now Governor. Oh, wow. It looks like Catherine Rogers. Maybe got a clean feel, but that is not the case. Got too much hand in the way. 
and that will automatically send the Wildcats to line here. That'll be the fourth. It is not on Catherine Rogers. As the first one is up and in. By Ryuta. That is a tough break for the Blue Devils. Riley Howe has picked up her fourth. But I guess it's even when you think about Emma Bell having three been on the bench for a while. But still, Riley has been a factor coming in and helping out. And now second one is up and good. So the Wildcats much better in the third quarter than they were the second from the line. Blue Devils down by two in trouble. And now jump ball. Coming over time. Catherine Rogers up. Possession arrow in favor of the OFA for, excuse me, Governor Wildcats. Buck 43 to go. 28-26 on the hollow puck supply scoreboard. Governor in the right, or excuse me, left end offensively, working over to the left wing side to Ryuta. She goes to the left side of the basket, and a ball knocked away by the Blue Devils. A break for them. They have got to control the ball better, and they come up over half court and lose it. Break for Porter. Easy basket. Good. Will be a timeout on the floor with a buck 18 to go. And you know how invested I get in these games. We've talked about empty possession a lot for the Blue Devils in this game. Having to secure the ball, that was going to be a key tonight. Back to back possessions, not securing the ball, they give it over. I'm not frustrated at the girls in the sense that they're girls, they're high schoolers, they're going to make mistakes. And I never mention the names, obviously, when I talk about mistakes being made. But with that being said, I'm frustrated just because I bleed Blue Devil Blue. I bleed Hewleton Purple. I bleed Green Morristown Rocket Fuel and also Blue and Yellow for the Lisbon Golden Knights. So when I know we should be in a little bit of a better position than we are, I'm frustrated. And, well, with all due respect, the Governor Wildcats absolutely deserve it what they have in this four-point lead. It hasn't been an easy game. I'm sure they tell you that they'd probably prefer to be playing a little bit better offensively and knocking down some more shots. They've also had a lot of turnovers. But they're finding a way to grind themselves through this game at 30-26. to 26. And now the Blue Devils will get the ball. And there's a question at the scores table. And now they're going to blow the whistle. And now the Blue Devils will bring it up the floor left to right. They have got to have a good possession. They get it to Raven. Across half court, the ball stolen away by Riley Thorne. Goes the basket. Doesn't fall, but fouled by Kelsey Raven. Now, wait a second. Wait a second. There was not a foul called, apparently. I thought for sure there was a foul. It's going to be ruled Blue Devil Ball as it went out across the baseline, and Governor does not like that at all. The Blue Devils up ahead. The cost again. Turn it over again. Five consecutive turnovers. And now it's not short. Rebound in the paint. 
done my class in the corner, up ahead of the beach, beach, outside the arch, the right side, gets it to McCormick. The Blue Devils got to settle it down here, take their time. 16 on the shot clock. They need a basket. McCormick outside the arc right side. Gets it to Raven. Schwartz thought about the three top of the arc. Won't take it. Gets it to Raven. Pass underneath. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by the Blue Devils. And the Governor Wildcats Lawrence through the end of this third quarter. And now shot clock off. 21 on the game clock. Governor to take a big six or seven point lead into this fourth quarter. Good. A jumper by Sicoria Jackson. 26-32. Seven seconds left. McCormick has the ball knocked away. Turnover. Governor one second. Off. No good. No foul. And again, this third quarter will end. 32 to 26. How many possessions in a row, unfortunately, for the OFA Blue Devils did they turn the ball up and over in that third quarter to end it? At least five in the book I got. And that a big reason the Governor Wildcats, as they should, they took advantage, 32-26. We'll be back next for the fourth quarter. The Blue Devils are in some trouble. That doesn't mean they can come, can't come back. But they are in some trouble right now here on the North Country Sports Authority. In the market for a pre-owned vehicle? We've got a great selection for you at Mort Backus & Sons. We invite you to stop by and check out our lineup of late model cars, SUVs, and trucks and see the value that purchasing a pre-owned vehicle at Mort Backus & Sons can offer. If you can't make it over to see us, check us out online at mortbackus.com for a complete list of our pre-owned inventory. And of course, all of our vehicles are backed by our friendly award-winning service. For your next pre-owned vehicle, come see Mort Backus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Excuse me, sir, can I borrow a lighter? Are you for real? What grade are you in? Fifth grade. Sorry, I can't. Tobacco industries spend $1.1 million every day marketing their products in New York State alone, a lot of which goes into creating a new set of customers from the youth in our communities. Every day in New York State, over 22,000 youth become new smokers. Pledge your support. Name, email, zip code, submit. That easy. Visit TobaccoFreeNYS.org. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All right, I welcome you back to catch up with me. Just in case you're joining me, one quarter left in this girls' high school Class B semifinals from Governor Central School. The Wildcats were down by five to your Blue Devils at the end of the first quarter, 12 to seven. But Governor outscored OFA 15 to eight in the second quarter for a 22-20 lead. Blue Devils retook the lead in the third quarter, but five at least consecutive turnovers to end that third quarter gave the Wildcats the opportunity to jump out with the lead that they do now have at 32 to 26. We have yet to start our fourth quarter. There's some type of discrepancy going on over at the scores table. The Blue Devils obviously trying to contest something. It's been going on for a while. I'm not exactly sure what it is. But obviously, they're making this much of a deal about it. And you're starting to hear the boos. 
from the Governor Wildcat fans. And like I said, it's just funny because if it was the opposite side of the fence right now and Frank Bush was over there and he was contesting maybe something that was important, you would hear the Blue Devils fans booing and the Governor Wildcats, you know, cheering in the sense. And now it's just kind of the opposite, I believe, especially when you're on the road. And now there seems to be quite a discrepancy between the coach of the Blue Devils and the scores on the table. Not some kind words for the scorer. Obviously, in, in the coach's mind for the Blue Devils, he made a mistake, and he's expressing it. 32 to 26, we start the fourth quarter finally here, brought to you by the Ruin Fisher Funeral Home, your new funeral home choice in Augensburg, and Community Health Center of the North Country, quality, affordable health care for everybody in St. Lawrence County. Blue Devils, road blues, white number front and back, going left to right. Ross, three, top of the arc, good! That is a big basket right now. Touch the lead at half. Governor 32 on page 29 on the hollow pump supply scoreboard. Governor in their home grade. Yellow numbers on the front back going right to left here. Emma now, Bell, kicks it into the right corner. Coming off the right baseline, stepping on the baseline is the Wildcat. That'll be a Blue Devil ball. A little bit of a break for the Blue Devils to start this fourth quarter. They made a big shot, and they get the turnover. Now Maddie Lynn Howe gets it to McCormick as they got it across half court, work it right side to Ross. Ross gets it to Raven, right side of the basket. Blocked by Sequoia Jackson. That's two consecutive blocks that Jackson has had on Raven. What a pivotal point with three blocks that he has made here in the third and now fourth quarter. Those are some big-time blocks that might not be talked about if Governor wins this game down the road. But they have taken away a couple baskets. And now, Maddie Lynn Howe draws the blocking foul in the paint as Elena Porter was going to the hole and still going to the line for two shots. The first team foul on the Blue Devils, 6.59 clock stop here on the Hollow Bump Supply scoreboard. The second on Maddie Lynn Howe. Porter, good. Definitely Governor making their foul shots here in the second half. Second one is up and good. 34-29, five-point lead. McCormick brings it up the floor. This is left to Ross. Ross, left side of the basket. Maddie Lynn up and in. Great basket, tough basket by Maddie Lynn. Her first tonight, she's got six points. 34-31. to 31. Now Riley Storm, way over to the left side to Bell. They work at left baseline, seven-foot jumper, one foot. That looks like the old uh, watch. Back in the day, the white picket fence was down off the left baseline. Nails the jumper in the Wildcats, 36-31, 6.33 to go. Timeout on the floor. We take one-two here on the North Country Sports Authority. During the winter months, after you've been out in the cold for a while, there's nothing like a hot bath or shower to warm you back up. But if that hot water in your house is not as hot as it used to be, then it's time to have your contractor get you a high-efficiency Bradford white water heater. Whether you need a gas, electric, or propane unit, instantly the water out of your faucets and shower will be back to hot. Residential or commercial, Bradford white water heaters are available at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. 
Have you ever heard about the high school of lottery? What about this college, the College of Scratch-Off Tickets? They don't have schools to teach how to win the lottery or on scratch-off tickets because it's not realistic. Odds to win top prize on a scratch-off is 1 in 1,400,000. To win the lottery, 1 in 175 million. But odds can be 100% for going to a real college or getting a good job if you want them to be. If you know someone that's having an issue, please visit Seaway Valley Prevention Council or go to YouthDecideNY.org for more information and facts around teenage problem gambling. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Hi, welcome back. And ball to the Wildcats, up by five. And now Black and Foul is called on McCormick. That'll be the second team foul on the OFA Blue Devils Governor. No team fouls so far here in this fourth quarter play. Porter has it to Bell. Three from the left side. Good. Very well could be the nail in the coffin with 558 to go in the quarter. Can the Blue Devils come back? They lose the ball on the floor. Sequoia Jackson playing awesome ball. Even though she's not scoring a lot, she's having a huge contribution on the defensive end. And again, knocks another way ball away from the Blue Devils. And Governor up by eight with 548 to go bring the ball up the floor right to left. They work it to Wood inside the left wing side. Feed just inside the line. Going to go off the baseline. Jumper, no good. Rebound by Jackson. Got up, no good. But she'll go to the line for two. When you talk about the word instrumental, that is exactly what Shakoria had Jackson has been at certain points here in this second half. And that's not taken away from, obviously, all the other play out on the floor by the girls in big baskets. And the first one is up and in. I firmly believe, even though I hope the Blue Devil can make a run, that this could be a little too much here with 5.38 to go in the fourth quarter. The second one is up and no good. Rebounded by Raven. Nine-point lead. Blue Devils bring it up the floor, right side. Get it across half court to McCormick. McCormick double team, ball tipped away, stolen. Here come the Wildcats, Porter jumper in the paint, no good. Rebounded by Bell, Riley three, left wing side, no good. Rebound, Governor, Bell, up off the left side, good. Another Bell scores and draws the foul, and it's 42 to 31. How'd that happen? All of a sudden, the Wildcats on a tear here. I told you earlier it was 18-11. That seven-point lead for the Blue Devils wasn't going to last. And Bell makes it up and in. 43-31. to Now Blue Devils up the floor across half court. First team foul called 
on the Wildcats. And Emma Bell, she goes back out, but I'll tell you what, what a heck of some points she had, did she, in the short time she was in. Big baskets for the Wildcats. Blue Devils, Raven, right elbow. Kicks it out to Beach. Beach at the top of the arc, left-hand dribble to Ross. Blue Devils are going to simply have to start scoring, and now timeout taken by the Blue Devils. Unfortunately for the Blue Devils, what kind of nagged them at the beginning of the year and throughout the regular season was oftentimes turnovers bringing the ball up the floor. It is still something nagging them here tonight, and Governor has stormed out now to a 12-point lead here on the North Country Sports Authority. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburn.org bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. Medicare and other insurers can be confusing, especially at the beginning of a new year. You may have deductibles like Medicare Part B's $183, or you may have a change in co-pays. This is Rose DeMars, and at Kim Rose Medicine Place, we will do our best to help you understand your insurance coverage. Stop in or call with any questions or concerns you may have. Kim Rose Medicine Place, State Street in Ogdensburg. Pharmacy at its best. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. Governor Central by 11, 43 to 32. It was 22-20 at the half, 32-26. Governor by six at the end of the third. But now in the fourth, Governor is starting to stretch it out here. And a foul on the OFA Blue Devils. And before I reported Riley Howe with four, and now she has five, and she will foul out. And Governor Wildcats will go to the line for foul shots here after the team get away from their coaches. Obviously, when somebody fouls out, they get a little bit extra time here to try to take advantage of it. 4.32 to go. And Shakoria Jackson, who's had four blocks that I think should be remembered by the Governor faithful here tonight goes to the line to try to make some more foul shots. The first one is up and no good. Grant's in and out. Score remains 43 to 32. Tomorrow, boys class B basketball from Potsdam High School. Their next break, I'll have to remind me the times. I got so many games in my head. Four more over seven. Second one is up and good. 44 to 32, 12 point lead. We'll be covering the Ulton boys, and I think, I think Lisbon goes at 2:45 tomorrow. 
And then we have the Hewlett game at 6 p.m. against Herman DeKalb. The Pottstown High School. Now, ball stolen by the Wildcats. Then on Sunday, Sager time. Not exactly positive, but it'll be the Hewlett girls and the Lisbon girls. And now, in the paint, Riley Thorne trying to get it. The Shakoria Jackson stolen away by the Blue Devils. Four minutes to go, down by 12. If there's any magic to be had, it's got to be starting to happen now here. McCormick, left corner to Ross, and off the left baseline, six-foot jumper, no good. Rebound tipped up, out across the baseline, underneath the basket, last touch by Governor. With four fouls, Emma Bell, who has had three three-pointers tonight, a field goal and a foul shot. 12 very valuable points comes in. And Shakoria Jackson will go to the bench. Blue Devils off the inbound. Speech gets it to McCormick. McCormick over to the right side to Emma Henry. Emma Henry, three-point shooter. They go to her off the bench here. And now Blue Devils, Speech, fouled here in the left elbow hour area. And Blue Devils will inbound underneath the offensive basket off the baseline over to the right. That'll be the first on Grace, or excuse me, that'll be the first on Elena Porter. Or excuse me, that might be the third on Wood. I'm sorry, that is the third on Wood for Covenor. Blue Devils inbound, ball goes out on their bench area. Last touch by the Governor Wildcats. Now the Blue Devils Roth inbounds out of the other side of the court, and McCormick will bring it up over into the offensive end here. They get it to Beach, puts the jumper up, no good. Gets the rebound, puts it up, no good. Then eventually into the hands of Emma Bell. And again, that tenacity, she's got it. She's played hard here tonight for Governor. Each of these girls, in their own small way for Governor, have played a big role here for the Wildcats. Now they almost turn it over, but don't. Now they almost turn it over again and do. And now a blocking foul on Riley Storn against Shelby Ross that stops the clock with three minutes, three seconds to go. That'll be the third on Riley Storn, the sophomore here. And that'll be the fourth team foul on the Governor Wildcats. The Blue Devils already with five team fouls. Blue Devils will inbound on the defensive side first, right sideline. Ross will look for the inbound pass, get it to Raven, right at half court. This is to her right to Beach. Beach. Outside the arc, over to the left. Down in the corner, they work it. Now to Costing and left side of the basket. Good. The senior got a big two points, 44 to 34. Ten-point lead, 244 to go. Arms have got to get up if you're the Blue Devils. The arms are down right now. They've got to be spread out and up here on this defensive sequence. 15 on the shot clock, 232 to go in the game. And now Governor off the right baseline area, lose the ball in the paint, high up between Emma Bell and Raven. Jump ball call, possession arrow in favor here of the OFA Blue Devils. Blue Devils could make it a little interesting here if they're able to get a basket. And now Kelsey Sherwin, the junior, will check in off the bench for the Blue Devils. So Sherwin, Raven, Celia Henry, 
Shelby Ross and Lindsay Beach, the five on the floor. And now they get it up to Raven. She tips it to her left, saves it. Pass back, stolen. And then off seven or. And the Blue Devils roll inbound underneath the basket over to the right. Sherwin will inbound here for OFA. Now gets it into Raven, tipped away by the Wildcats at the tail end of the Blue Devil bench out near the left corner. Blue Devils will inbound off the left corner, Lindsay Beach here. Valuable time wasting as Governor continues to defend well here. Sherwin will inbound again, gets it to Beach, left wing side, puts down the dribble, puts up the jumper, no good, in the paint, bounces all the way outside the top of the arc, Tracked down by the Blue Devils, now to Raven, up off the right glass, good. Chelsea Raven with her first field goal comes with two minutes and two seconds in this second half, fourth quarter. She had nine in the first half, now she's got 11 here, 44 to 36. Blue Devils not going away. Governor still in good, solid control right now. We'll be back next on the North Country Sports Authority. Listen carefully, because I'm about to open a nice, refreshingly cold bottle of Pepsi Zero Sugar. Ready? Here goes. Now I'm pouring it over some ice. Hear all those deliciously fizzy Pepsi bubbles? Those, my friends, are not ordinary bubbles. Those are zero sugar bubbles, because Pepsi Zero Sugar has zero sugar. But there's more. So let's try that again. Open. Pour. Hear that? That's right, not only are those zero sugar bubbles, they're zero calorie bubbles too, which is pretty darned amazing. Especially since even with zero sugar and zero calories, Pepsi Zero Sugar delivers max Pepsi taste. And by max Pepsi taste, I mean that Pepsi flavor you crave. So this time, listen for the taste. Here it comes. Oh yeah, you can hear that max Pepsi taste, can't you? So if you want one refreshing soft drink with zero sugar and zero calories and max Pepsi taste, you've found it. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero sugar. Zero calories. Max Pepsi taste. Out of the timeout. Two minutes left to go. Governor brings the ball up the floor. Right to left up by eight points. Jacqueline Storm. Right wing start. Ball tipped away by the Blue Devils. And then timeout taken by Frank Bush. As Governor just got possession of it back. But it made him a little bit nervous. Remember the timeout that Frank Bush took in the second quarter with just over four minutes to play. It was 18-11 to 11 in this basketball game. The Off Bay Blue Devils with a seven-point lead. If you think about from that point on, the Blue Devils in near 8-12 plus 7, 19 minutes to play, has scored only 18 more points. So what an impact that timeout had on this game here. And, well, it right now is an eight-point lead for the Governor Wildcats. The Off Bay Blue Devil girls, they have not gone away here late in this fourth quarter after at one point it was a 12-point lead by the Governor Wildcats in this fourth quarter. It was 44-32. to 32. But a 4 nothing run for the Blue Devils has got them back within eight here. But it is the Wildcats in the offensive end with 11 on the shot clock will inbound way over to the left of the basket off the baseline. Jacqueline Storm will inbound guarded by Ross. They get it to Porter. Porter in the paint, puts up the shot, goes off the top of the rim area and bounces off one of the bars, holding up the backboard, and will be Blue Devil ball. 
Sherwin will check back in. Celia Henry will go out. And now Blue Devils with an all-important possession here can run it to six. Cross across half court through two players into the paint. Passes to the right. Out of the hands of Raven. Saved by Celia Henry. Back to beat. She's blocked but fouled by Elena Porter. And Lindsay Beach will go to the line. Beach was to the line earlier in this fourth quarter and missed two shots. She's got to try to make these two here. Doug's the senior with a big, big, I was going to say a buck 25 to go. First one up and good. It bounced off the front, rattled off his back, and threw the netting. 44 to 37 here. Should be, I think. Hey, he's yet to put up the point. Yep, now they do. It's official on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Second foul shot. Important. It is up and good. So a 6 nothing run in the last buck and a half. 44-38. Ball stolen by Beach and a foul by Governor. And that will send Lindsey Beach to the line here. You couldn't ask for a better thing to happen for the Blue Devils there. And with that being over five team fouls for the Wildcats, that sends Lindsey Beach to the line. Crowd's going to get noisy. They're going to try to deter Beach. Up. No good. Well, unfortunately for the young lady, that puts pressure on this one here. 44 to 38. It is up. No good. Rebound. Out on the Blue Devils. Governor Ball near the left corner. Wow. That was two points. If we could have got, that would have been big. We didn't. 44-38. And now a travel on the Wildcats. The Blue Devils put pressure. Crowd doesn't like to call for Governor. Blue Devils with a minute 16. We're down by 12. 6 nothing run. Will it just be too much to have to come back from? They're making a heck of an effort. Sherwin. Jumper, left elbow, rims in and out, off the Blue Devils. Oh, a shot that almost fell, that just went in and out. So some points missed on the last two possessions by the Blue Devils. And now with a buck 11 to go. That, those two missed foul shots, that missed shot, even though they were both close and good looks, just hurt, I think, right there, unfortunately, for the Blue Devils. Could have got them back with it four. But it's six-point lead, minute 11 to go, timeout on the floor. We're going to hold right here because I think we're going to see another timeout before this baby ends. And we'll visit one of our great sponsors then. Again, I want to thank you for listening to last night's game at All Bay, which they beat Salmon River or into the Boys' Class B Championship at SUNY Potsdam on the 22nd next Thursday. Thank you for listening tonight. We got the two tomorrow from Potsdam High School, Boys Class BB Ball, Hewleton and Lisbon we're covering. And then on Sunday, normally home to the Roos, we're going to be home to the Lisbon Golden Knights and the Bulldogs Girls Class E quarterfinals. So six games, four days, you and I chugging down the track quite a bit, and I appreciate you being with me. I appreciate the game we've had tonight. I was hoping for a close game. 
I really thought Governor had the upper hand coming in. They deserve to be where they're at right now with the six-point lead. And the Blue Levels have played a good basketball game to make your game of it here tonight and still have a chance. A buck 11 to go. Will be Governor Ball. And they get it in. And now OFA Ball turnover by the Wildcats. They were first close with the five-second violation to get it out. Okay. The Blue Devils have been wrapped with a big gifted bow here. And three possessions now back-to-back-to-back going to them. They're 0 for 2 on the last two. They've got to find a way to get it through the cylinder here. Down by 6, 44 to 38. With that being said, I'm just telling you the fact. These girls are giving it all they got. These have come back right now and give an effort here. And now they turn the ball over on the inbound pass. Porter has it. And she's fouled by Delby Ross. And that's not one, if there's many, that you want to put on the line right now. Porter will go to the line. First one is up and no good. Wow. The Blue Devils are continuing to get breaks here down the stretch. Unfortunately, they just haven't gotten the points to be able to take advantage. So they really could be within a couple here. And now Porter makes the second seven-point lead under a minute to go here. Beach across half court. This is to Ross. Ross, recent foul by Riley Sorens. Like I said, they're getting opportunities. Now, that will send the Blue Devils to the line, stop the clock, and sophomore Riley Sorens will foul out here with 54.9 seconds. She is getting a round of applause here. Unofficially, I don't have her having any points here tonight, but definitely playing solid basketball, going up and down the floor with the ball, making good passes. And now Ross goes to the line, down by seven or the Blue Devils on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. It is up and no good. When it was 44 to 38, like I said, Blue Devils potentially could have closed it to a one possession game. Second one is up, no good. Rebounded by the Blue Devils. Raymond, no good. Gets it again, tied up, and away. The Governor Wildcats come with it. Dakota Jackson, and now a hard foul against Marina Wood with 43 seconds to go. And that will send the Governor Wildcats to the line here, up by seven. And in the end, it was just too much of a deficit for the OFA girls Blue Devil basketball team to come back tonight. But they gave that one valiant effort. It is up and good. Marina Wood now has unofficially eight points for the Governor Wildcats. They stretched to have the Wildcats back to eight points, 46 to 38. Second attempt by Wood looks good and is good. 47-38, substitution being waved off by the official here at the top of the clock with 43.3 seconds to go. 
Blue Devils laying to the floor. Inbound underneath the defensive basket will have to go. They are running out of time. 39 seconds down by nine. They need a miracle. Sherwin, three. No good. Rebound. Raven. Blocked by Jackson. Ross, three-pointer, right wing side. I believe Raven's last three shots, not last three, but three of the last four have been blocked by Sikoria Jackson. And now a foul on the Wildcats to stop the clock for the Blue Devils. And that will send Elena Porter to the line. The Governor Wildcats look like they're headed to the second 10 championship game against Ken. And Elena Porter makes good on the first one. Can't blame Potsdam tonight. They should beat the Potsdam Sandstoners. And what a battle it will be at SUNY Potsdam on the 22nd, Thursday at 6 p.m. between the Governor Wildcats and what we are pretty sure about is will be the Canton Bears. Next one up and good. 49-38, 22 seconds left to the Blue Devils' 2017-18 girls basketball season. They lose the ball last touch by the Wildcats out near the right sideline. A solid effort by the Blue Devils tonight, no doubt. Just in the end, the Wildcats proved to be too much. Now the inbound pass tips immediately right out by the Wildcats, and Emma Henry will inbound for OFA. Off the right sideline, gets it to Beach. Beach, over to the left, to Raven, the three, no good. Tips back to Raven, left elbow. Passes to her right, Celia, three, no good. Five seconds, Sikoria Jackson, rebound. She's down on the floor. So is a Blue Devil player. And that will do it with 1.8 seconds left. Ball out across the baseline. Governor ball is over. Wildcats win. And with that, as we have dipped our toes into the playoff season, we will now dive ourselves into our Mort Backus and Sons post-game show. And, well, maybe you just joined in late. An exciting basketball game here from Governor Central School tonight. Coming into this one, Governor finished in third during the regular season in the Central Division, 10-4 mark. The Blue Devils finishing in fifth with a 7-7 seven and seven mark. Governor the number two seed, OFA the number three seed. Governor previously being the Wildcats twice this year, earlier in the year by quite a bit. Later in the year on January 18th, only 48-42, to 42, but that was at all play. So Governor definitely was the upper hand coming into this basketball game tonight, but it was the upper hand in the favor of the Blue Devils in the first quarter. They outscored the Governor Wildcats. They had them for 1-7-4. Eventually, at the end of the first quarter, it was the OFA Blue Devils 12-7. to seven. The reason they were up by five at the end of that first quarter was their work and the paint on both ends of the floor. Their defensive effort was phenomenal. And then on the offensive end, in the paint, they're great in second-chance opportunities. And with the Wildcats not scoring, them playing great defense, great second-chance opportunities, they deserve and were in the lead 12-7. to But with that being said, they still had in that first quarter five to seven possessions where Governor either turned it over or did score, and the Blue Devils either turned it over themselves or did score 
or maybe just kind of made some bad passes. And, and that's something, into the end of this, baby, that eventually caught up and haunt him a little bit. We get into that second quarter, and it was just an absolute role reversal. The Governor Wildcats, they started to pick up their game, and then they outscored your OFA Blue Devils 15-8 to in that second quarter. I thought something was going to come back and haunt the Wildcats. And what that was was at one point in time in that second quarter, they were three for nine from the foul line in the stretch. That is something that can come back to haunt you. But they started to make their foul shots a lot better in the second half. They had, as I mentioned, outscored the Blue Devils 15-8 in the second quarter for a slim and trim two points, 22-20 lead at the half. Remember the timeout that Frank Bush took with just over four minutes when the OK Blue Devils in that second quarter had a seven-point lead, 18-11. to Since that point in time, in that timeout, the Governor Wildcats to end the half were made an 11-2 run for, as mentioned, that two-point, 22-20 lead. We get into the third quarter. It, it was kind of the teeter-totter quarter by both teams, turning it over a little bit, but in the end, it was the OK Blue Devils to end that third quarter with five straight possessions and turning the ball over. And Governor took the six-point, 32-26 lead into the fourth quarter. That's when the Wildcats started to put the pedals to the metal a little bit. They, in fact, with about probably four minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, had a 42, or excuse me, a 44-32 lead, 12-point lead. But the OK Lady Blue Devils, they did not die. In fact, they got themselves back in this basketball game. They went on a 6 nothing run. They only trailed by six. Three possessions in a row. The Governor Wildcats, they missed a couple shots from the foul line. They turned the ball over, missed some shots, gave the Blue Devils a chance to cut it maybe to a one-possession game in the end. But the Blue Devils were not able to capitalize, and then Governor seized the opportunity to momentum immediately after that from from propelled themselves out to victory in the end by 11, 49-38 over your OFA Blue Devils. We break down the scoring. We see who the leading scorer is here tonight. I believe it is Elena Porter. She has got 12 points here tonight for the Governor Wildcats. We look at the leading scorer for the OFA Blue Devils, and it's both 11 by Chelsea Raven and Shelby Russell unofficially. Elena Porter, 12 points to lead all scores. Next in line are your OFA Blue Devils. Excuse me, not just quite that. we got to include the Governor Wildcats. Your OFA Blue Devils, Shelby Ross with 11. Kelsey Raven with 11. Emma Portbell, excuse me, three big threes tonight. And a regular basket. She finishes unofficially with 11 points. We work down the rest of the scoring for your OFA Blue Devils tonight. Maddie Lynn Howe, great solid performance, six points. Now in the McCormick, two. Lindsey Beach, two. Riley Howe, excuse me, had four. Brooke Fostigan had two. That rounds out the scoring for the OFA Blue Devils. We talked about Porter's 12. Emma Bell on officially's 11. We look at Marina Wood here tonight. She had five in the first half for Gunsport, four in the second half, and nine points. Griuta had one, four, six points for Governor Jacqueline Soren, five points, and Shakoria Jackson with four points. When you speak of Shadoria Jackson, five points. What is more interesting was the five blocks that that young lady had in the third 
and four quarters. They were a huge block, took the possession away and points away from the Blue Devils, and the Governor Wildcats were able to take advantage and convert on points. In a lot of ways, all the players tonight for the Governor Wildcats, even though it wasn't any flashy performance by any one of them, combined together, did enough and a well enough job, each and every one of them, to play their part out on the floor, do what they needed to do, got timely plays throughout this game by each of them, and, well, deservingly so, the 11.49-38 to 38 victory. Unfortunately, your Blue Devils, just they turned the ball a lot earlier in the year and throughout the middle of the season going up to the floor and trying to get up cross half court, and it happened here tonight on the road at Governor. That one of the biggest reasons they went down tonight, plus those five turnovers late in the third quarter. With that being said, they've played some of their best basketball tonight at times. They just, in the end, did play their best basketball game for consistency through four quarters, and it ended up costing them in the end. A very good performance by them, a very valiant performance when they were down by 12 to cut it to six at one point. But unfortunately, the 2017-2018 girls' high school varsity basketball season for the OFA Blue Devils has come to an end. We say goodbye to seniors Emma Henry, Lindsay Beach, Chelsea Raven, and Brooke Costigan. Obviously, you and I wishing them the absolute best with the rest of their high school season here. Not much left of it. And on whatever it is they pursue after that. Congratulations to the Governor Wildcats. They will be moving on to the girls' Class B championship game. That will be Thursday the 22nd at 6 p.m. before your OFA boys and the Canton Bears clash. That ought to be a dandy. Well, it's been a good game. It was an exciting game. And I want to thank Governor Central School and Athletic Director Frank Bush for having us here tonight, you and I. They've been gracious hosts. And it was awesome to be in this old-fashioned gymnasium with the squeezers on one side and be packed in the middle and hear the fans going back and forth at one another. The Governor Wildcats, for the third time this season and for the final time, have knocked out the OFA Blue Devil Girls varsity basketball team, 49-38, to 38, your final score on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard. Our still Kinrose Medicine Shop, Pharmacy at its best, play of the game with that timeout that Frank Bush took in the second quarter when it was 18-11, OFA had the seven-point lead. And then the governor out of that timeout, the 11-2 run to close out the second quarter and have the 22-20 lead. So that our Kim Rose Pharmacy at its best play of the game. Who is our Buster's player of the game? This is a tough decision. It goes to the governor Wildcats. I think it goes to Emma Bell tonight. It was a toss-up between, honestly, Emma and Shakoria Jackson. Shakoria four points, but has five instrumental blocks. In fact, I believe Chelsea Raven's last four shots, Shakoria blocked three of them. But Emma Bell, three trifectas tonight, a regular field goal, very timely basket, very great. I might say very great. Awesome tenacity for the Governor Wildcats. So congratulations to her, our Busters player of the game. Thank you for listening tonight. Remember, tomorrow we're at it. 
2.45, I believe we cover Lisbon from Potsdam High School, and then 6 p.m. And then on Sunday, we go to SUNY Camp for girls' class D quarterfinal action with the Lisbon Golden Knights and the Hewleton Bulldogs as well. Thank you, Phil, back to stations for doing everything, making this game possible. As always, great job done. And you, you have a great rest of your night. Unfortunately, the Blue Devils go down by 11. In the end, valiant effort, 49-38. to 38. And you heard it right here on the North Country Sports Authority. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. I'm in love and all filled up. Uh-huh. You'll fall in love too with Buster's in Ogdensburg specials this month. Black Angus burger, eight ounces topped with lettuce, tomato, pickles, red onion, and sharp cheese served with fries and Buster's fries are awesome. The hot pork sandwich, slow roasted pork loin in between bread and covered in homemade gravy comes with mash or fries. Wrap it up and treat yourself with Rose's red velvet cheesecake. Tons of great drink specials to wash it all down with. Buster's in Ogdensburg and Canton, too good to have just one. It's that time of year. The pipes freeze, might burst, get clogged easier. Perhaps the furnace stops running. If any of this happens to you, and it stinks when it does, JMS Mechanical City Rooter is your solution. They'll get your furnace back up and running, the pipes all taken care of. You'll need that work done, but not have your pockets cleaned out. From big to small, JMS Mechanical City Rooter will do it all and not clean out those pockets. Google them or call 315-393-5380. Listen carefully, because I'm about to open a nice, refreshingly cold bottle of Pepsi Zero Sugar. Ready? Here goes. Now I'm pouring it over some ice. Hear all those deliciously fizzy Pepsi bubbles? Those, my friends, are not ordinary bubbles. Those are zero sugar bubbles, because Pepsi Zero Sugar has zero sugar. But there's more. So let's try that again. Open. Pour. Hear that? That's right. Not only are those zero sugar bubbles, they're zero calorie bubbles too, which is pretty darned amazing. Especially since even with zero sugar and zero calories, Pepsi Zero Sugar delivers max Pepsi taste. And by max Pepsi taste, I mean that Pepsi flavor you crave. So this time, listen for the taste. Here it comes. Oh yeah, you can hear that max Pepsi taste, can't you? So if you want one refreshing soft drink with zero sugar and zero calories and max Pepsi taste, you've found it. Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero sugar. Zero calories. Max Pepsi taste. Thank you for listening to High School Sports on the North Country Sports Authority ESPN 1400 AM with Chris Spicer. Follow High School Sports all season long right here at ESPN 1400 AM.